Hello, hello, and welcome to Rookie Lap. My name is Painter, and my pronouns are she, they. And I'm Smitty, and my pronouns are she, her. We're here to talk hockey and what comes with it. We are not gatekeepers. We welcome fans new and old. We are also not insiders. We take most, if not all, of what we say with a grain of salt. All links and sources we mention will be linked on our blog, rookielap.wordpress.com. I keep wanting to say Wookie Lap every yeah. single time. I, it, it's, it's a battle. Every single time. I cheat. <laughs> you cheat? <laughs> you, how do you cheat? I said, ouchie. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you said you cheat. And I was like, how are you cheating? Listen, I may be real fucking Southern, but I'm yeah. not. <laughs> how are you cheating? Um, but anyway. So, uh, we have some some very little men's news this last <laughs> two weeks. Really? Uh, well, you know. Uh, not a whole lot going on, except for, and honestly, because... Not a lot has been going on. Um, this report got a lot bigger than it would have if it, you know, had dropped in November or something. Um, so, Hockey Canada has been through a lot um, recently. They brought it on themselves, but they've been through a lot. And mm-hmm. things just keep coming. Uh, so, turns out that uh, Hockey Canada owned a condo in downtown Toronto for seven years um and it is really like at first at first glance you're like okay so what like yeah you know there are I'm sure there are you know corporations and teams that own real estate in places uh a few things Hockey Canada is supposed to be a non so using money to buy a condo, a luxury condo, not a good look, just in general. Just in no. general, you know. You don't want to do that. Um, considering where Hockey Canada is currently, it makes it even worse of a look. Um, and then, interestingly, um, they <laughs> so the statement that they gave was that it was purchased to alleviate costs associated with staff and directors traveling to Toronto, including for the 2015 and 2017 IIHF World Junior Championship. Oh, fuck off. Now, here's the interesting part about that. Um, Hockey Canada did not announce the World Juniors would be in Toronto and Montreal for those years until 2013, three years after the condo was purchased. So (laughs) the reasoning that they gave... Um, doesn't make sense you know yeah Um, and this this condo was in maple leaf square across from scotiabank arena yay they've they have they've sold the unit in 2017 i guess um but another interesting part that i thought kind of interesting because again their statement is that it was supposed to you know help you know staff and directors traveling to Toronto and all of that. Um, Karen Phibbs, the vice chair and Hockey Canada director from 2013 to 2015, um, said that she had no knowledge of the condo. Oh! So it's sort of an interesting thing um, when, you know, you say that, oh, this is, I mean, 
sure, Karen might live in Toronto. I don't know, Karen. But um, you'd think that, I don't know, the vice chair and one of the directors that you say it was this condo was for um, would know about said condo. But according to Karen, she didn't know. So, uh, so things have been now, not great. Either Karen is a liar, right? Or well, her name is Fibs. So, well, uh, yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, you know, um, it it is it it's weird because you'll have people who will say like, oh yeah, like we knew about the condo, like it was for you know bringing people in who you know from Vancouver needed a place to stay, whatever, because you know. Hotels are expensive in Toronto, which is true, but, you know, still, they're rich. Whatever. Um, but at the same time, you have, act- like, directors saying, well, I didn't know about it. I didn't know this was a thing. And, you know, could be lying. Could not be. Who knows? Um, Scott Smith, uh, currently the president and CEO of Hockey Canada, obviously been in a lot of hot water, still handed out gold medals to the Canadian women's team um, in the final of the World Championship on Sunday in Denmark, which we will talk about. But... Um, you love stealing my thunder. So. I'm sorry. But... Uh, <laughs> but it's been it's been a lot for Hockey Canada. And there... I don't... Obviously, this isn't the last we've heard about this, like, about Hockey Canada and stuff. It just it feels very... Like, we went from, you know... A, like very serious allegation to a serious allegation to like at some point we're gonna get like receipts like literal receipts of like meals that they bought at subway or something you know like, yeah just it's that level of um minutia it like how people are looking at them i guess uh especially obviously the canadian media media the u.s media isn't necessarily paying all that attention after you know in general but especially after the uh sexual assault allegations like and all that once that kind of blew over it was less of a thing in the u.s but um so this one you know people are like my favorite is i saw a comment that was uh basically like who cares they sold it for a profit anyway i was like well that's not the point (laughs) but thank you (laughs) yeah um, and as someone who's been part of a business where uh, mismanagement of funds did occur, <laughs> what does end up happening nine times out of ten is those subway receipts do get pulled up. Because if you yep. used a company card for it mm-hmm. or a company time, yep. oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and um, having to currently work for a company that we have to keep, like, every receipt. Like, if we use the company card for something, every receipt. If I don't have a receipt for something, I'm in so much trouble. Like, we have to be able to justify everything. Yep. Um, down to the cent. So the idea that something like this group can just buy a condo and no one knows about it. No one knew about it. Apparently. Not even they knew about it. <laughs> that sounds like like a criminal minds thing i'm mm-hmm. sorry it sounds like one of those things where like it's a group of guys who know about the condo and they take very particular people mm-hmm. to said condo it's fight club right yeah let's call it fight club yeah yeah let's let's <laughs> call it fight, that fight club yeah so sure it's... fighting horizontally <laughs> well okay, okay. <laughs> in other news before it gets 
more derailed. Um, like I said, it is. It has been a very quiet time. Uh, you have you do have uh, NHL skaters returning to you know their returning to like their, I want to I almost want to say their home base I guess. But finally, I'm so bored. <laughs> but to the the cities in which they play to start camps and workouts and things like that, you're starting to see that. However, uh, not a whole lot's come out of that yet, so not a lot going on. Uh, but the San Jose, uh, San Jose Sharks are getting some new jerseys. And it took me a minute. I read this, um, and I was very confused how they were getting a state for a minute. Um, but, but it's, it, it's a, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it, it's been, a, it's been a day. Um, y- yeah, it has. Based on the, like, leaked mock-ups we kind of have, um, if they don't look too different, at least to me, I'm sure to a trained Sharks fan's eye, you can see the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, but they look pretty similar to me, except just more more teal, which, you know, I'm for. But it's sort of... Also, I don't know what is going on the last few seasons, just been with all the leaks about jerseys, specifically. I I think it really goes back to I think what we talked about previously where it's like hmm let's see if people will actually dig this yeah and then when they don't they're like haha JK it's it's actually been fixed because mm-hmm. we already leaked it six months earlier so that yeah. we could fix the thing that y'all did not like right but there have been there have been a couple of times where that hasn't happened where like it's been leaked and people are like what is that and then they still went with it and you're like yeah mm, okay I don't I think it's also that age-old thing of like people just get used to something that they think is kind of tacky um because i know there are things that the first time that i looked at i was like oh disgusting and now i'm just like well that's a thing i don't love it but i also don't hate it so you get yeah you you, people get used to things a lot faster than i think we want to give ourselves credit for as Mm -hmm. a general species um so if you don't like something eventually you'll get used to it I think and it's then, also just straight up, like, there's nothing going on, so mm-hmm. let's just leak something for fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there's literally, I mean, in some ways it's a good thing that there's so little news, but in other ways, I it's boring right now. I'm bored, I need in new stuff, I want new world. interesting stuff. Yeah, so. Because I, I don't care about other gossip, I just care about hockey gossip, much <laughs> to Smitty's dismay. <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, I, I I listen to it, so. But is any are, is anything happening in women's hockey? A uh, couple of things. Okay. Well, the uh, the uh, words are hard. Wow. Mm-hmm. The IIHF tournament's over. Championship, whatever you want to call it, uh, is over. So, um, not a whole whole lot is happening in women's hockey. But uh, Canada won the championship. Wow. Which surprise. Congratulations, Canada. Um, I'm a little bit bummed, obviously, because I wanted Hillary Knight to win all the things always and forever. <laughs> but um, that's a personal problem. And it's also pretty cool because uh, America was undefeated up until that game. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Nice, Canada. Nice. Also, <laughs> um, Chechnya, Czech Republic. Yeah. First medal. They got a yeah. bronze. So, that. love that for them. 
I, I love it when we get new new faces in spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely love it, especially um, in hockey programs that are becoming more and more prominent in mm-hmm. international tournaments. And it makes me very happy. Yeah. So it's congratulations. Wait, go ahead. It certainly feels like every, you know, five, ten years or so, we kind of have a new country come in as, like, an uh, actual contender. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you see it, I think, a little bit more obviously in men's hockey, just with, like, you had Russia, and then now you're, ha- like, now you're having the time of the Finns, I guess. Yes. So, um, so we'll kind of, you know, five, ten years, I mean, I think... Recently, we had a lot of we had a lot of Slovaks go in the draft, mm-hmm. um, in the NHL draft this just recently. So it should be kind of interesting to see, you know, how which which country <laughs> is the new face of the revolving like oh now we gotta get now we gotta get some Slovaks. Yeah, um, I mean it's one of my favorite things really because for a long time there was always this whole thing of like you want a Canada player, you want a U.S. player, like that's the only type of like that's the only players that you want because yep. for a while you couldn't get Russian players, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's interesting when I talk to newer hockey fans because they've only watched hockey in an era where like Finnish players and Swedish players mm-hmm. were are are very much sought after, yeah, and. I remember that not always being a thing. Oh, yeah, no, I, like, <laughs> the idea, like, I'm like, Finland, okay. Yeah, All and right. they have a, I mean, they have a stellar hockey program, right. but it wasn't always that way. Like, late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. you had a few players that were very much sought after, but yeah. on the whole, it wasn't like, you gotta get, you gotta watch the Finnish Hockey League, like, you gotta watch those yeah. leagues. Now yeah. it's like, you have to, otherwise you're gonna miss some incredible players so it's it's interesting and i love uh especially in women's hockey seeing different Mm -hmm. countries sort of like pop up and be like hey it's not just canada and u.s even though it seems like every single time it ends up going down to the gold medal game being canada and the u.s so you know hopefully that's eventually not the the case but again congratulations team canada i can be a gracious loser uh (laughs) With women's hockey. Okay, uh, can you? <laughs> <laughs> with women's hockey. Okay. Uh, not with men's hockey. That is another conversation for another day, which is why we're not allowed to talk about, well, I'm not allowed to talk about the uh, cup final, really, truly. Uh, and Smitty's in charge of that yeah. because, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of emotions that happen, and I'm better at containing mine. <laughs> I'm very good at containing my emotions. I'm just not very good at containing my sass. Now, and also dealing with, anyway, other things (laughs) that are happening in women's hockey is uh, the PHF continuing to follow trends of a league that knows what they're doing. Um, And that's not a slander to anybody. That's just. They're yeah. showing that they actually know what they're doing these days, which is nice. Yes. Um, they have officially released their bylaws Ooh, for 2022-2023. Oh, that's going to – That's gonna. Did you, have you already read them? Not in their entirety. Okay. Um, because there, I have a very busy job. There is a reason why Painter <laughs> talks about rules. <laughs> yes. Yes, to be clear, I do. I am that person that mm-hmm. reads the rule book. Um, 
because that's a whole other conversation for another day that nobody actually cares about. But if anybody ever wants me to actually talk about why I read the rule book, uh, I will. Anyway, uh, the bylaws in their entirety were published, which is the first time in league history. And to me, it's a good indicator of not only the depth and growth growth of the league, Mm -hmm. but also that they are starting to take things a bit more seriously. Because the thing about leagues is that, and this is for every league, bylaws are public. Yep. Rules are public. Mm-hmm. Like, those are things that you may have to hunt for it a little bit, but by and large, the public can look, and that includes the NHL. Mm-hmm. The NHL's bylaws are also public. So, yeah. no, I have not read those. <laughs> um, because they're very long. Yes. And to note, I did, what well, we're going to link in the... Um, sources for this week is actually a reaction to these bylaws uh noting a couple of the major things that have happened um there is one thing in particular that i'm quite pleased by is and this is just an overarching thing the structure is being brought back into the league a little bit more which is great particularly Mm -hmm. for free agency but more than anything else off-ice behavior is addressed in the bylaws. Nice. Now, this is especially important uh, for the PHF because they've gotten in some hot water Mm -hmm. in the past couple of years because of certain players' off-ice shenanigans, Mm -hmm. so to speak. So, now, for some people, they may say, like, oh, that is... uh, that's just showing, you know, that their players are a mess, blah, blah, blah. The NHL has it too. Yeah. The MLB has it. The and the NFL has it. Like mm-hmm. those are supposed to be in your bylaws. Yeah. When you have when you have such a public facing entity, mm-hmm. like I mean, you need to have those bylaws. Like yeah. Again, something that I even come into contact with working for the company that I do. Like mm-hmm. it's a public facing cl- company institution like there are there are rules about what i can and cannot do like that would make the company look bad um and like what would happen (laughs) if if i got caught doing one of those things you know so it's that's a way of life for most big like public facing institutions at least Right, exactly. And so I'm really excited to see that they took the time to actually put that into their bylaws this time around. Because mm-hmm. I've been kind of watching it of what they would publish uh, in previous years and just been kind of like, why have you not? But they mm-hmm. finally have. So that makes me happy. And two, since it's such a young league, they're just going to continue to build on it. So right. yeah. Did, did obviously, the, did the NWHL have their bylaws published? The interview? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't remember either, so... I don't think it was fully published. They published some of it, but yeah, they didn't I mean, publish they all weren't, of it. They weren't really... Uh, how do I put it? Like, uh, there wasn't a good foundation there in the first no. place. But, you know, it was, it was rocky from the beginning, so... But, you know, it's just one of those, like, I don't think I even heard about, like, 
NWHL bylaws at all. I mean, one of the reasons that the PWHPA branched off from the NWHL is because mm-hmm. the bylaws were kind of yeah shit. Yeah. Um, and so it makes me very happy that the PHF is taking the time to sit down and make these happen. Now, obviously, there's still some criticism of the bylaws that yeah. I've seen and that we will continue to talk about eventually, but um, steps in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Those things make me happy. Yeah. Especially and- for a league that is claiming that they're going to make all these big moves. Also, uh, did we talk about this last time? I don't know if we did, but Montreal, they have a name now. They they didn't. They, they released their name and everything, like, two days after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after our episode came out. So, Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Last episode's recording was a fever dream for me. I was not in... I was... I'm also probably going to feel like this is a fever dream, too. You know what? We're just vibing. It's fine. But, hey, Montreal Force? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to say it in French. I'm sure it's, it's like, Le Force or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look at it. I don't know. But I'd have to look at it. Um, yeah, my react well, uh, my emoji reaction is on our Twitter at Rippy Lap. Um, just cuz I was quite pleased with it. Uh, oh, I think it's quite fun. Yeah. It uh, there's I think there's a so <laughs> I will say my so my my middle school going way back. My middle school one of their colors was maroon. Are we getting personal? Yeah, was maroon. So like it like seeing maroon as a color in things, I'm just, like there's, I'm like, ah, I like that. Thank you. Like, thank you. <laughs> there's a, there's, there's just a nice like maroon is so underused, but um, just in general. Yeah. I'm gonna stay away from like you know talking about pinks and purples, but just having a different like it's not, it's not red and white or red and blue or blue and gold or you know like the. The ones that everyone uses for something, you know, mm-hmm. for if you want a team, you know. So, but I like it. Do uh, you have any strong opinions on it, Painter? I think that it is going to make for some great chance. Mm. And I also think that it is going to look, it looks very snazzy on a jersey. Right. So... I'm quite pleased Mm -hmm. because I love a good uh, fan chant and things. Yeah. Um, Because the area that I'm in, we we love yelling stuff at games um, and yelling stuff that rhymes. So I'm quite excited. And I think, I don't know, I mean, I've never been up to Montreal or anything, but if obviously coming from the French perspective of things, like if you go to France and you watch soccer, as an example, they have mm-hmm. chance. Like they mm-hmm. they get into it, and I think it would be fun. Especially, I don't obviously, again, don't speak French. Haven't been to Montreal. Has I've never been to a Canadians game or anything. But if that's something that does happen, I think it would. It's fun, and especially because like they can do it in French, and mm-hmm. everywhere. I mean, the Canadians might know French. Like Canadians on on ice might know. The French says being said, but I mean, you get Americans like we learn Spanish, man. So, yeah. <laughs> so well, you know what I mean. Um, you can learn French if you want, 
But well, I just there's a very high speaking French population in my area. So. Yes, well, you know, there's there's a high <laughs> Bosnian language speaking population in my area. Yeah, that's um, fair. It it just like you tend to learn Spanish in yeah. the U.S. So like having French chants in a league. Um, I just think of... in g- general, it's just going to be great for chanting, like mm-hmm. French or English or like Dutch. I don't care. It's yeah. just going to be great because it's it's like it's things that are one syllable mm-hmm. are great for chanting. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's I always feel kind of there's a there is a certain chant that I always feel really bad for like teams that have like three syllable names. I guess. Forgot which one. It's like let's go. Like, let's go, and then the team name. I'm always like, how do you fit your name in there? Like, you can't do that with like one syllable or three syllable names. So yeah, you have to kind of come up with your own chant that way because that's what you know. But it'll be fun. Uh, I'm very excited. Yeah, and it's certainly it's a fun. I like seeing new th- new colors and new names in things, you know, um, that still, again, Toronto 6, I like, I like the name because obviously there's a connection to Toronto there um, and, mm-hmm. you know, the PHF and everything, but at the same time, I'm like, that's a number. <laughs> it's just a number. <laughs> so, but having, you know, names that are, just kind of fun and different than yeah what you see it's fun so we love different things around here yeah is we don't get enough of it no so, yeah so uh let's talk about calling penalties in the nhl yeah which uh seems to be a point of contention <laughs> in in the in the world of the nhl yeah. and, and mm-hmm. of hockey um now you may be asking yourself Painter, does this mean we're actually going to talk about what the like what the actual penalties are? Because I don't know what those are. Mm-hmm. No, this is, this entire section, all of section four, is what is a penalty and when is a penalty called? Mm-hmm. Specifically, rule fifteen is about when penalties are called and how it is that they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, new fans, in particular, you might want to listen up. So, oh, how do I, okay, so there's just so much here. Uh, it's a very long rule. For, yes, it is. For, like, saying the same thing over and over again. Uh, section 1 boils down to this. If a team commits a penalty and they have possession of the puck, play stops. Mm-hmm. If a team commits a penalty, but they don't have possession of the puck, the ref puts his arm up, mm-hmm. and as soon as that team gets possession of the puck, the penalty is called. Which is what this is what called Go ahead. a delayed penalty. Yes, that is a delayed penalty. Mm-hmm. But a penalty is still going to be called. Mm-hmm. We'll get into like the uh, logistics of that and how it changes later because sometimes if a goal is scored then the penalty is no longer called Mm -hmm. um but that is only in certain situations like with minor penalties 
mm-hmm. um, or double minor penalties, but with major penalties, they still call the penalty. Mm-hmm. And with match penalties, they'll still call the penalty. Yeah. It's and very odd. The, the delayed penalty thing is really a very hockey thing. There are mm-hmm. certainly, like, if you watch if you watch American football or soccer, like, there are certainly times when you'll see, you know, a referee's hand go up or a flag come out, but the play still goes on. But yeah. it, it is, like, there have been times I've seen delayed penalties in hockey where it goes on minutes. Yep. Minutes. Like, yep. There is no, like, if as long as long as the other team <laughs> has the puck, like, it does not matter, like, who's on the ice, how long, it does, like, that, that hand yeah. is going to stay up there. Losing yeah, a shift blood. change could yeah. happen, and that hand is staying up there, yeah. which is why there's, like, this big debate happening right now, and it's been happening for a while, that it's like, if a shift change happens, the penalty should no longer be <laughs> <laughs> but that's not gonna stop people. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not gonna. No. That's not gonna be going away anytime well, that, soon. That, to me, like I, 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 I am someone who does like a little bit of chaos. But to me, that really, yeah, no idea. Yeah, that uh, seems to encourage. Like if that came into play, that idea of like once a shift change happens, like then the penalty goes away. Uh, that will encourage, to me at least, seem to encourage that like you, if you commit a crime, just get back to the bench. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, like you see a hand go up, you're like, "That was me. I'm gonna go." <laughs> well, they don't know who it is, though. Okay. Well, yeah, but if, which is the the funniest thing? That did that. <laughs> no, but the funniest thing in the world to me is when you know that there's my okay. Here's my favorite thing. Honest to God, my favorite thing when I'm at a game mm-hmm. is when a hand goes up. In the entire arena, it's just like son of a fuck, yeah. and they all th- we all think it's gonna be something else, but oh no, it's this other thing, and right. we're all just like, but he got away with stabbing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? That's, that's the that's the hard part about being like at a at a game in person, really, because mm-hmm. you have you know you can have up to like fifty thousand people like all see like, different things happening on the ice, and you have three dudes on the ice who are in charge of all of Yeah. So you, you you know, you can, 20,000 people could be like, we just saw that dude do, but if that one, 33%, like, that's all you need to see something, but if you don't even got that, nope, not gonna, right. not gonna happen. And that's why it's always very interesting to me when uh you can tell a crowd is getting very irate mm-hmm. with a ref and anything the other team does is very suddenly a, i want about that like yeah. oh my god it's very yeah. funny yeah. it's very funny i say that knowing that i have also been a part of the hey but what about yeah, yeah. so oh, wait, we uh, all, wait, anyone who has been to a hockey game even like <laughs> even like beer league hockey games like yeah We've been there. <laughs> yeah, we've all done it. Like, yeah. well, I'm not ashamed. No, I've seen that. Yeah, but then what's I think the hard part if you are in person at a game is that like you may get you may get the replay, maybe. Yeah. Like, maybe, but you know, on TV they can replay that over and over, and then you know, there's people on TV like people who are watching the TV who'd be like, 
okay, I can see that that was, it looked really bad, but it actually yeah. wasn't that. But the people in the arena have no idea. <laughs> yeah, like the people in the arena, they get one angle for the replay, yeah. usually, if they get a replay at all, and that's it. And from that particular angle, it always looks like the other guy was trying to take his head off. And so everyone's pissed off, but then everyone at home got the other angle where it was literally just like a little love tap. Right. And you're like, well. <laughs> yeah, you're like, the, 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 the victim, as it were, like, moved at the last second and ended yeah. up kind of injuring themselves or whatever. You know? Yeah, and I know that I've probably at some point texted you, like, <laughs> what the f- did you see that yeah. shit? And you're like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did, yeah. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally go home and we watch the game and I see the re- I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Smitty was right. So, <laughs> now for... The rest of this, mm-hmm. well, before I get into that, uh, sometimes uh, players, trainers, managers, and coaches are uh, ev- uh, evicted like from a game. Ejected from a game. <laughs> <laughs> evicted. <laughs> they haven't been paying their rent. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> God. Okay. So sometimes they're ejected from the game. I just love that it's very specifically stated that they cannot communicate with their team in any way after they've been ejected from the game. Mm-hmm. Specifically, they uh, that includes from the spectator area or from radio communications. Mm-hmm. So, you know at some point, mm-hmm. there was some coach so that just... I- I don't know. Went into the spectator area and decided he's going to coach from there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know when this part of the rule obviously came into play, but this rule, like it, sounds very much like there was there was a baseball manager who literally put a fake mustache on once after being <laughs> ejected and just like wandered back into the dugout. So I'm like, <laughs> so like that was when I read that. That was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, that was because of that. Like, like they they saw that happen in baseball. And went, we can't have we can't have that. <laughs> we didn't, didn't know we needed to write this down. <laughs> people, if it's not written down, people oh, will yeah. try it. I oh, swear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> write, write everything down because, especially when it comes to a league where there's just all men, like yeah, dumb stuff <laughs> is gonna happen. You're like, well, it's not, it's not written down, so I could do it. No. that It's common yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, but they don't seem to have a lot of that. No. Uh, not really. Then uh, the rest of this is really just some of the, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't talk today. What's the word? What's the I'm word sorry. I'm looking for, Smitty? Uh, what's the word the, I'm looking like, for? Technicalities? Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. Rest of this is really technicalities. Okay. So we can see that I'm struggling today. I'm so <laughs> sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> then there's the double minor penalty. Mm-hmm. Now, this gets called occasionally. I feel like it happens more often these days than it has in the past. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, double minor, when that gets called uh, and a goal is scored by the non-offending team, a.k.a. the team that would be on the power play mm-hmm. um then what will happen is unless it's certain offenses mm-hmm. 
because for like spearing and yeah. headbutting and all like, of that like you like, still have to yeah like that that kind of stuff like the ones where you are genuinely trying to injure someone yeah outside of those one half of the minor penalty will be taken off mm-hmm. so for instance let's say there was a two minor two minor penalties assessed uh, at the same time sometimes with different players that's usually when this happens uh, one player's minor penalty will then be taken off because mm-hmm. they already scored. Mm-hmm. Uh, penalty shots are weird, mm-hmm. and uh, frankly, I don't even understand it even after reading it. But yeah. <laughs> when another penalty is assessed shorthanded and a goal is scored, then the first of the minor penalties will still be taken off as well. So they're still going to have to go shorthanded, but that first part of the, it'll be Mm -hmm. gone. Like, over. Yeah, so instead of four minutes, there's two. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's all very confusing. Yeah. I think I've seen, I feel like, I mean, obviously that doesn't happen often, um, but I feel like I've seen it happen. I've been very confused. um, Because, like, obviously I hadn't read the rule book at the time but you know hearing like like oh double double minor and then two minutes you're like huh yeah it's I mean, you, you kind of figure it out because like obviously a goal was scored so you're like okay that makes some sense but you know not having that as like a cop like it doesn't happen often enough for it to be just common knowledge so like like okay like why are we announcing it as a double minor? yeah like just it's say, very strange. Yes. Just but you have to you have to like literally sit down again an entire arena and explain a rule to them. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like now we have to talk about it. I'm just imagining And that's especially there, like trying oh, to have, have a conversation. <laughs> oh god. And that's especially difficult when it's like a newer team or a fan base where maybe they don't have as much hockey knowledge. Mhm. And, yeah. you know, so it's especially difficult in those instances mm-hmm. where all those little nuances come into play. Like, like for instance, when there's supposed to be a penalty shot, if the shorthanded team scores a goal but also gets penalized to get, like, someone commits a penalty against them, there's supposed to be a short, there's supposed to be a penalty shot. But, mm-hmm. oh, wait, nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's all very weird. Yeah. Um, also... Face-offs are in this rule. Didn't know face-offs are coming back. They're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It basically is that when the players are penalized, Mm -hmm. the team that committed the penalty is where, like, their zone is where the face-off will take place after the stoppage. Unless it is the beginning of a period, a goal was scored, or... I'm not looking at the things. So let's see if I can remember this. This one's confusing. It's uh, the defending team, I think, mm-hmm. is penalized, and the attacking player enters the attacking zone beyond, like, the face-off circle. Yes. So basically, like, they would – did I get that right? Yeah. Oh, look at me go. Uh, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you got that right. I'm reading it, and I'm like, I don't know what any of these words are. <laughs> basically, if uh, – they're not close enough for it to be an icing call, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I like to think of that 
part of the rule is okay. that if they're not close enough for somebody to get icing, then then they have to face yeah. off in a different area. But that would be a face off in the neutral zone mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, There's I, not going to be a face off elsewhere. Okay, yeah, but. and I feel like okay, so I've seen this happen, and I remember I know like relatively recently, possibly last season, and I remember seeing it happen because I. I actually texted someone and was like, are you watching the game right now? And they were not. But I was like, they just did a face-off in a weird place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's really weird when they do a, a penalty like, I need someone to explain this to me. And I figured I texted the person that I was like, you would be watching the game. Of everyone I know, you would be watching this game. And they weren't. And I was like, I need someone else to verify that they saw this. <laughs> It's so weird when you see a neutral zone face off mm-hmm. for a power play. Yeah. Like, it's I've, so weird. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I, it. Yeah, it's just not where you expect anything to be and suddenly it's there and you're like they don't explain that. No, they, they don't. They like that's not part of the penalties that have to be explained. So like they just do that and you're like we we just accept this. Like we just and- Okay. Yeah, and then even looking at the penalty, like, explanation, you're like, this still doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad, obviously, some people understand it, and, I mean, the players aren't fighting about it, so I assume that, that it's right, but, you know, yes. for, for everyone else around, <laughs> you're like, what? They can do that? Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. Uh, but that's the, why the whole thing that, like, the, the shorthanded face-off is such a big deal, mm-hmm. and why you always want to have, like, a quote-unquote face-off guy for uh on each mm-hmm. right um, penalty kill mm-hmm. team because penalty kill group because that face-off can make or break a right. setup so yeah you see a but lot not of, yeah. i mean you always yeah we can get yeah but i think yeah. the power play in particular is where you see a lot of like i mean there's set plays almost all the time but the power mm-hmm. play especially there's a lot of yeah there's there's like there's a there's an art to it you know that yep does exist in other set plays when everyone's full strength but power plays in particular you're like we have to we have to do this exactly right god i love a pretty power play yeah it when when it is executed um it's amazing how fast the (laughs) amazing how fast the power play ends uh, yeah. <laughs> but if, but you kind of see that there a little bit better than, you know, when everyone's full strength, because at everyone full strength, then it's just like everyone's being chaotic to everyone else, you know, but yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Anything else that you want to talk about in terms of penalty calling, the calling of penalties? Sometimes uh, people miss con- people confuse ten minute penalties with match penalties. Those mm-hmm. are not the same thing. Right. I know a lot of the times ten minute penalties are called in like the last like fifteen minutes of the yes. game, so a player <laughs> just leaves sometimes. Yes. But match penalties are like talking about full 60 minutes so even sometimes in the next match like you'll see that a guy doesn't take the ice for like the first five minutes that's why Mm -hmm. um 10 minute my like major 
game misconducts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are ten minutes they can still play after that. Yeah. <laughs> to be to be transparent and clear, they can still play after. I've had to explain that one too many times. Yeah. Um, well, it, which it's fair. It's confusing. Correct. Especially because those those penalties tend to come in the last fifteen, like five to ten minutes of a game. Like yeah. you get the match, so you base. You're kind of, it kind of is a match penalty, but it's not because, yeah. you know, obviously, but it's just, it can be very confusing because, yeah. like, well, okay, so, you know, he's got a, he, there's nine minutes left in the game, he just got a ten minute penalty, so he's just going to walk off, you know, and get changed and everything, but, yeah. you know, if, if you get a ten, if you get a, uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, misconduct. Yes, if you get a misconduct at, like, the first period, you can come back. Yeah. And you will, because yeah. you don't want to be down a man. So, yeah. Yeah, so just a quick note on that mm-hmm. uh, little personal gripe of mine, because it's very confusing, and they should yeah. explain it better. Yeah. All right, do you want to hear about a thing that I found in some old newspapers? Of course I do. Okay, well, first that thing I found is, I think, I'm not entirely sure, but the picture on this page, it's two men... And it looks like they're wearing skirts, but I think it's just baggy pants that end at, like, the knee. Not that there's anything wrong with men wearing skirts. It was just a surprise because this, uh, this newspaper is from 1925. And mm. 1925 had very, like, intense ideas about what a man should wear. So. Yes. Uh, they're also wearing bowler caps, which is fun. But the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I've... I'm, if you listen to the last episode, I have discovered that I have access to at least some old newspapers. And mm-hmm. um, and check your local library, people. If you don't have a library card, get a library card. Find out what you can do with it. Uh, so, his name's Pebbles. But I wanted to kind of look and see what I could find <laughs> um, that was about hockey, but... Like, what's funny is there used, there were a lot of people who had hockey, and it could have been pronounced hokey, to be honest, as a nickname for a while, which was weird. Hmm. It did create a problem for me trying to find things. It was like, buy, like, a hockey Johnson. And you're like, what? Okay. but Sounds very 20s. Yep. Yeah. But this is actually, when I was reading through, one of the first times that I, obviously I can't guarantee that it's, that it's the first time ever, um, that a women's hockey team was mentioned um, in a newspaper. So it's from October 24th, 1925. It is called Oak Leaves, and it's from Oak Park, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. I got Fine. it. Yep. So uh, basically, they're, uh, a women's athletic association was kind of coming together, and... Um, I'm going to read kind of this first sentence because it's fun. The nucleus of what promises to be an active women's athletic association for for Oak Park was laid on Monday evening when a group of young women met at the municipal building to discuss plans for a hockey club. Um, The meeting was called by Miss Marjorie Hull and Miss Clara Griffin. By the way, I did look and Marjorie Hull, I don't think that there's any relation to the Hull brothers. Okay. Just so we know. I did, I tried to check because I was like, Chicago. Um, but, um, <laughs> but I don't think there was. Uh, and Miss Clara Griffin of the Athletic Department of Oak Park High School. 
in cooperation with Miss Josephine Blackstock, director of the Oak Park Playgrounds. The response from a large group of girls in the community interested in athletics was immediate and keen. Um, and I think this was where the sentence where I started to get, I don't want to say emotional, that's not the right word, but just like, it, people, even today, this is a hundred years ago, people today will be like, ah, oh, people don't want like to watch women's sports or mm-hmm. like women don't have interest in sports. And just this sentence, the response from a large group of girls in the community interested in athletics was immediate and keen, like, shows that even 100 years ago, that is not true. Like, yeah. girls wanted to play sports. They obviously, they wanted to do, you know, hockey and tennis and other things like that. They just needed the outlet for it. Um, and they found... Ice hockey was one of the ones most called for in this 1925 time, which is... I love that. Yeah. It, it, it also... There was also um, tentative plans for uh, outdoor events, including skating, tobogganing, um, which sounds dangerous today, um, but, I mean, I can't imagine how dangerous it was in the 1920s. Um Ice hockey, hikes, and tennis contests. Uh, and they're, they, apparently they started with field hockey, and then eventually it was going to move into uh, ice hockey as, you know, the season went on. Miss mm-hmm. um, Steven, coach of the Chicago Hockey Association, um, was going to be director of it. So there was a Chicago Hockey Association. There are so many hockey associations. I found that out a lot going through all of, these and I knew that, but it's very different to see, because like I even ran into like uh, Brandon like Ontario newspapers, and it was like th- there was a Brandon Hockey Association. There's mm-hmm. you know like, small towns had you know several teams in their associations, um, so that's not necessarily weird, and I don't even think necessarily that the um, having a woman in the hockey association is strange for that time either. Um, but, uh, it, apparently, Miss Steven, because we don't get to know her name, her first name, um, is widely known both here and in her home of England for her work in the field of girls' athletics. Um, so she came to Chicago to take charge of the women's hockey teams. She came from England, uh, oh. which is, if, Eng- England's not exactly, uh, you know, today, a very, like, ice hockey kind of country but no you know no, it's not um but there are there are teams there are also baseball teams in england just so you know um i i know that because i know someone who's on one <laughs> uh, but in the 1920s i think it's possible that because obviously canada and the uk were more closely related than they are today um hockey kind of got across to England and was around for a little bit. I don't know how long, though. Um, I'll try and find out, like, how long ice hockey is popular in England. I can't guarantee anything, though. Um, they're, and they were trying to arrange it so that these the women's, this women's hockey athletic, women's athletic club with essentially high school girls would, they were looking to affiliate with the Chicago Hockey Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way there was some Kind of like we can use the ice and all of that. 
Um, the aim of the women responsible for the project is to provide fun and relaxation for women of the community who have finished school and college and to encourage a wider interest in outdoor games. It is hoped that a number of social gatherings may be part of the program later in the season. The fact that a girl does not know the rules of hockey should not deter her from joining the organization. Any further information can be obtained by phoning. They misspelled phoning. That's how new it was. <laughs> they spelled it with an F. Miss Yeah. Miss Blackstock. And I like that it doesn't even it doesn't give a phone number. Um, no, of course like, not. Well, so I guess. Well, I mean, phone numbers weren't really a no, thing. No, you had to you be had like, to, you had to yeah. call the operator and be like, yep. patch me through to so and so. Yep. Then you you had to ask for Miss Blackstock Playground Board, Euclid, sixty three hundred. But um, it looks like they were pretty determined in getting this. It is continued on page thirty two, but I didn't get a chance to see that. Um, but it's interesting to kind of see similar language mm-hmm. that you hear today. You hear about NHL teams or PHF teams, like, trying to create um, women or girls teams in their communities because they want, you know, girls to have a place where they can, you know, be fun and relaxed and, you know, get interest in this, in the game. children um and trying to find things for them to do for themselves i love when people realize even back then that girls deserve places to go and they Mm -hmm. also deserve sports teams yep and 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 that i mean and i love that they even added like you don't need to know the rules to join just like if you want to that's my favorite thing there yeah right yeah that's and i think it's another it's a weird kind of thing to say, but I know that, like, right now we're seeing the NHL trying to figure out how to market to non, non-white men, basically. Um, and really, that's, that's part of it, is being like, hey, it's okay if you don't know the rules. We'll help you figure it out. Like, we're gonna, like we do, we go through the rules to, to make sure that people kind of know what this is if you've never thought about it before or don't know yeah you, you've never been taught so because uh, that's one of the things about hockey is that it's so hard to get into because the rules are so complex in comparison is, yeah. to other sports right it's it is hard to kind of pick up whereas i mean even like you could say the same about american football they're so weird about like God, their yeah. penalties and stuff but i mean baseball you can watch and figure that out pretty easily um but, you know, hockey, it's so different from other mm-hmm. sports that it's very difficult to get into if you don't know the rules already. So just being there to be like, hey, if you don't know the rules, that's fine. We'll teach you. Yeah. Um, and that's really how you get more people involved and interested. It's just like, it's okay if you don't know. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Good on you. But that was, that was the first... The first time that I could find a reference to women's hockey, um, and obviously it could there could be others, but it's very overwhelming the number of newspapers that existed. So 
Um, I'm sorry I didn't read all of them. But yeah. Well, there are so very many. Yeah. Even today, there are a lot of newspapers that you probably don't even know exist. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of... That's... Read your local newspapers, please, yep. people, because I wanted to be a journalist for, like, ten years. <laughs> um, fun fact about me that nobody needed to know. I didn't uh, even know that. Yeah, I wanted to be a journalist for a very, very long time. And then I realized that uh, that was not going to happen for a variety <laughs> of reasons. But that is not a, that is a story for another time off air. Okay. So... Read your local newspapers. Yep. That's what it boils down to. You should, because they usually have some pretty good writers in there. They also have really interesting things that yeah. you didn't necessarily know about. And yeah. the, obviously, like, the big newspapers, you know, aren't going to cover. Um, just because yeah. they've got a much wider audience and area to cover. So, but yeah. That's... Some of the biggest stories of last like 20 years were broken originally in local papers mm-hmm. fun fact yeah but that's a whole other thing so i actually have the new hockey fan question this okay. time around for the first time in forever um, uh this was actually asked by a buddy of mine okay who background watched a couple of games last season mm-hmm and every time like they talked about like a dirty goal or a deflection mm-hmm. they were like is that luck or is that like yeah. actual like what is happening i'm so confused as to why they're setting this up and i was like oh well that's a good question actually mm-hmm. uh both <laughs> <laughs> my answer is both i don't know how you feel about it smitty but mm-hmm. i feel like deflections there is a certain amount of skill to it, for sure, because mm-hmm. they do actually practice this. Right. And because I now have friends who play rec league hockey, and like that's a thing that they practice. Mm-hmm. But like, there's also a bit of luck to it. I feel like. Oh uh, yeah. Like, you can practice it all day long, but sometimes that puck just bounces weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You. It's hard. Like. You can practice for physics, but there are times that physics will practice you. Um, oh. <laughs> you know. Like, it... Put that on a teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it, it's... Just, you see, I've seen crazy deflections. I'm like, that does not make sense. Mm-hmm. So there has to have been something in, like, literally everything has to go right for certain deflections yeah. or things to happen. And it's impossible for one person to control all of that. So sometimes you end up with like a goalie that moves in just the right way, in just the right time to, to save a goal. Right. But Mm -hmm. then you have the same with skaters who are like, you mean you might pass it to someone and it might bounce off their stick in just the right way that somehow it ends up in the net. And you don't know how that happened. Also, I think, one of the ways that we kind of know deflections to me deflections are more luck than skill just because i don't they do practice it but again it's like everything has to go right in order for some deflections to work um because i mean we've seen deflections that have ended in own goals like and you don't practice own goals you don't want those (laughs) like that's not a skill (laughs) that's just something that happens (laughs) 
And the same can be said for, like, redirections, too, where mm-hmm. you hit the pads of the goalie and, like, hope that it's going to redirect to your right. guy that's, like, screaming down the ice. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, there's definitely quite a bit of luck involved mm-hmm. with yeah. it, but. I think there there might be certain deflections that can be more skill, but. Oh, yeah. You de- even with the ones where you can practice over and over and over and over again, you still have a little bit of luck. And then I think genuinely the crazy ones, that's just more luck. Like, you, yeah. Like, things that every, every season we see things that happen and you're like, I don't, even, even the guy who shot the puck is like, what? I didn't, yeah. I didn't mean for that to happen, to be honest. So I was, I was trying to pass something. And yeah. ended up in the net. So. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think a lot of it to you, the, for the skill part for me to sort of explain where I think like the skill comes from is mm-hmm. like the hockey IQ sense yeah. of knowing where to put your stick. Like I think right. that's more so the skill part mm-hmm. of it, yeah. but the actual deflecting a puck into the net that's luck 100 percent. but the knowing where to put your stick so you can even get a piece of it to yeah like angle it where you want it to i definitely think that's where the skill comes into play right yeah like yeah you can't you can't uh guarantee physics or trigonometry but you can at least put yourself in in the right place for it to work out in your favor exactly Exactly. Also, I just really like deflection goals. I think they're very fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, which is why we talk about them a lot, and that's why they always end up on highlights of mm-hmm. the pretty deflection goals or like the weird deflection goals. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, I also I would also say that there's a lot of like with some deflections, it's reflex. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like it's not even a thought so much as it is just like put your stick down in the right direction <laughs> and you have like sometimes you have it like it, it goes really well the deflections that we that like don't go well are just seen as bad passes or something you know um but but yeah no i think there's also some reflex to it yeah that you that you know it might be you might practice but it also might just be a genuine human instinct Oh, well, yeah, I think part of it, though, is definitely practice. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, but I think there's also, like, I think knowing me and my reactions to some things, like, having back when I played sports, um, just, like, you have this re- reflex of something, or you're just like, oh, I hope this works, um, <laughs> I know it's the right direction to go that way, Yeah. Um, but, so, you, sometimes you get lucky, but... So luck, skill, maybe a little reflex. Yeah. Yep. And our, I have a dumb take of the week, I guess, because I'm already tired. <laughs> um, I I love a good prediction. I really, really do. But um, like the they have already come out. They ESPN in particular comes out with like predictions for the next season within an hour of the season ending. Like, the Stanley Cup being raised, and they're like, here's predictions for next season. You're like, okay, stop. (laughs) So, I think 
I may, this might be me just being very cautious naturally, but the idea of doing any predictions before camps doesn't make sense to me, especially from people who have never played hockey professionally, I guess. It's like, you'll see fans who are like, oh, this guy's gonna be the MVP, and I'm like, you've never played, like, you don't know, like, yeah, you don't, you don't know, and, and you know, like, oh, this rookie is gonna be great, and like, will he even make the team? Like, I can't, like, there's certain, certainly, there are some prospects that you know are gonna make the team, at least they should, but sometimes they're not gonna. So, Shit happens. Yeah, and, you know, just, like, let them come to camp first before we start making any, like, predictions, predictions, I guess. I don't think predictions should really be made until the first preseason game is over. Oh. I mean, that's certainly, that's certainly fine. I don't, yeah, I like, I love predictions, um, like I said, but I just, I'm like, okay, like, camps haven't started yet. <laughs> I mean, I love a good prediction, too, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Yeah. I just don't think predictions should have any sort of, like, mm-hmm. validity until yeah. at least People, training camp. I guess, maybe, like, fighting over predictions, because I've seen some of that where, like... That's so dumb. Yeah, where you're, where you're, you're like, why are, why are you fighting about how this guy is going to do this season? He hasn't even reported to camp yet. Like Right, and, like... Let them hate to break it to you, sunshine. Your favorite player may not even be on your team come training camp because trades can still happen. Yep. So keep that in mind because I've been heartbroken one too many times. (laughs) And so now I just am grumpy. Yeah. Well, you just are. Get uh, used to it. Realistic in a kind of sad way. Uh, but yeah, I'm a jackass about this time of year. <laughs> but, Smitty's yeah. trying to be nice about yeah. it. I'm not. I'm mean until <laughs> the first puck drop of the actual regular season. Then I yeah. stop being less of a. I start being less of a. Yeah. An asshole. Anyway. Well, um, and, and I know that like right now the social media admins are struggling for content. Um, mm. And, like, I've seen a few of them be like, what are your predictions for next year? Like, don't, don't encourage them. Don't encourage them. Because all of them are dumb. <laughs> even even GM. Yeah, even the, like, the prediction, like, Ovechkin scoring a goal. I'm like, don't do that. Because camp hasn't even started. <laughs> like, you don't know what's going to happen. And I don't want, and the minute... To me, I know that this is a definitely a me problem. But if I make a prediction about something, like I, like I've thought about it, I've made like I'm like this is my prediction. Yeah, I'm not I'm not just gonna throw predictions out there because I don't want to give the universe that that kind of mojo. No. Now, to be fair, you also plan out every word in your head like six times before nah, you do that yeah most people i'm a i'm a break it to you, my guy <laughs> most people don't do that um <laughs> yeah I, at I, all I, yeah. ever even when they are rehearsing something so yeah I'm... mood but also <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'm being a little hyperbolic about things but a little bit. I said a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, not a lot, but a little bit. 
but yeah, I'm just not like, a, not superstitious, just a little stitious. A little, yeah. But yeah, it just seeing predictions anywhere really, even from the pros, like you know the yeah. the guys writing articles for a living about hockey. I'm like, don't don't do that. Just, yeah, there's also guys who write articles for a living that are consistently wrong for a living. Yeah. So yeah. or use bad math. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, there's also that. Okay, we're uh, gonna stop now. <laughs> we're gonna stop now. You know it's bad when, when Painter says we gotta stop because, well, also, you know, full disclosure. Painter is now in the hangry part of the <laughs> evening, and if we don't stop soon, they're just going to hang up. So, <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, like, if you are someone who does have predictions, that's fine. Just keep, keep it, to, it to yourself. Exactly. Keep it to yourself. And then, you know, as time goes on and the season starts and all, then you can kind of, you know, slowly release those predictions. Yeah. Be like, oh, this guy, you know, didn't get injured in the preseason. He looked really good. Maybe he'll score a couple goals. You know, you can just, just yeah. start, start start small so you don't disappoint yourself and others. And then you end up in Twitter <laughs> fights. Don't do that to yourself. Please. It's or not just be it. like me and don't go on Twitter for like, I think it's a month now. Yeah. Uh, that's also a thing you can do um but you can also follow us on twitter at rookie lap you can follow us on instagram at rookie lap um we i i have been posting ish i I posted on instagram and yeah so look at me having time to do things making time to do things very proud of you thank you i have not been doing them yeah uh you there's also uh sort of a google form that we have where you can Ask your own questions or tell us all of your predictions before camp starts if you really want to. Maybe that's what you should do. Instead of putting it out, like, in the world, just use our Google form and just tell us. That way you can you can say them, but we're, but it's not, you're not going to get a Twitter fight about it. Yeah. So. I mean, we're going to silently judge you. But... Right, but the silent judgment is better than the yeah. Twitter fights with, some dude with a car as his profile picture or like that's a bad angle with those uh five dollar sunglasses you can get at bass pro shop yeah exactly Um, so so yeah so you can do that as well um ask questions give us your predictions anything you want us i mean you can tell us to not talk about you just want to you know rant that's also fine um but yeah and uh all of our sources like we said at the beginning will be linked on our blog rookie lap wordpress.com um it should definitely be interesting if the if you do happen to go there and the oak leaves link doesn't work (laughs) let us know it's a different kind of system than we have before so um the nfl has started so now there's more teams out there and i hope your teams win all of the games except for the ones they play against mine stay safe out there Thank you.